everyone. What's up? This is Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. I know I talked about this week's episode would be a Q&A session, but I did not get questions. <laughs> so I think maybe that could be something that happens in the future when my audience gets built up a bit more. So scratch that idea for now, which is totally fine because I have a lot of stuff that I would like to address and talk about because that's what I like to do is just talk about stuff that I think is important and needs to be heard. And a recent post I wrote got a lot of traction and a lot of feedback and it was brought up this past weekend. And so I wanted to talk about it and address it because I thought it was a really good point to address. So one of my favorite things to do is walk outside. It's one way that I ground myself and connect back with nature and just really get out of my head because I'm an overthinker and overanalyzer. I worry all the time. And so walking is just my way to get myself together, clear my head, gather thoughts, get inspired, and really just get back into my body. It's just a way to ground myself. So I'm on this walk and I see this wildflower in the middle of the walking path. Like it has sprouted through the sidewalk and it's up. And I stopped and took a picture of it because I felt like that was a good symbol for showing just how nature works. I'm going to take some of the ideas that I wrote in that post. So you're welcome to go back on my Facebook or Instagram page and find the post with the wild sunflower sprouting through the sidewalk and you'll see my full post. But essentially, when I was walking by that flower, I immediately was reminded by words that I've heard from Dr. Wayne Dyer. He's one of my favorite, most influential spiritual teachers that I've gained knowledge from and insights. And he's somebody that just speaks to me and it just makes sense. His ideas click with me. He's helped me grow immensely in my own spiritual journey. And one thing that he always talks about is looking at nature and looking at the plants and animals and seeing how they appear in the world, how they're not overthinking their existence, right? Like they just are. They're not worried about all these external factors that we as humans and our brains tend to overthink about things. These natural things that are in the world that are from our creator, right? The same creative force that has created us has created the trees, the plants, the flowers, the animals, all these things. And so when I saw that flower, it was an immediate recognition to that concept on this flower wasn't worried that it was sprouting through a sidewalk. It wasn't worried about it getting trampled on. It wasn't worried about having to break through the cement to be able to bloom. Like it just knew that it was a flower and this is where it landed and sprouted and it was going to bloom either way, right? Like that's the flower's purpose is to bloom, to bloom and, and just be itself, right? And I was trying to apply that concept to us as humans, because we tend to pick ourselves apart and let that self-doubt creep in and prevent us from truly blooming as our truest and greatest, most beautiful selves. Like we're always worried about how us blooming might affect somebody else. Or if we bloom in a wrong place, like this wildflower bloomed in a sidewalk, yes, it has the possibility of getting stepped on, getting trampled on, right? And there's a layer of risk that we have to take if we truly want to be ourselves and truly want to break free and bloom as our most beautiful selves in this world. And so I was really taking this symbolism of this flower like to to that level like really trying to apply it to our life and how we tend to keep ourselves caged up in a lot of ways because of that fear of unknown because we're questioning how is this going to affect other people if we decide to do something there is this quote 
I might butcher the name. I have it written on my office wall here. You probably can't see it, but Anais Nin. I'll spell that out in the description of this podcast. But the quote is, the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to bloom. And I just got goosebumps reading that now because that quote to me is something that I really had to embrace about a year and a half ago when I was in this big transition in my life where I was finally fed up. Like I was keeping my true self caged is what I was doing. I was not speaking up about my needs and my wants. I was literally caging myself and I was suffocating my soul self, my true self, because I was so afraid about being myself and how that was going to affect other people. And I was letting the power of what other people might think of me take over my own thoughts of myself. So I was miserable. And, and that that quote is just, that's what I had to do. It became too painful for me to keep living life in this miserable state of existence that I had to put myself out there. I had to take that risk. And speak my truth and and really speak my needs and make changes. And that was so terrifying. I'm not saying it was easy. It was terrifying because I felt like I was risking a lot. I felt like I was possibly risking my family, my spouse. Like I didn't know because I had been living my life for so long based on how other people were feeling instead of how I felt. And making that change and making that switch is hard. It's very hard. And that also is about this podcast, the Heart AF kind of movement, if you will, that I'm trying to ignite or share or influence other people with is it is hard as fuck to really listen to your heart and really let your true self shine and to speak your truth and to work through painful things. Like it's hard to actually bloom. But at the same time, the risk that you take on when you decide to just keep yourself tight in a bud and not fully bloom, like that is so sad. And how many people go out in this world without fully blooming as themselves? You know, I think that is so sad. And so that is the mission. That is what I am trying to accomplish is to let other people know who might be in that state where they're remaining tight and encaged to let them feel empowered that they can bloom. That yeah, it might be scary and you're going to really have to hold on tight to that vision of yourself, but you can, you can bloom, right? And taking that risk is a better outcome than the risk and pain of not taking the risk to be yourself, because then you're not truly living up to your potential and letting the world see your natural beauty, right? Like it's a disservice to keep yourself caged and not fully out there. I know there's another, oh my gosh, what's her name? Her name's Rebecca. Why can't I think of her last name? One of her books is Light is the New Black. She's a fabulous, amazing light worker, author, um, spiritual teacher, gorgeous human being, gorgeous soul. So she has said something about flowers as well. She has a whole thing on roses. Rebecca Campbell. Okay. Found her card deck behind me. So anyway, Rebecca Campbell. I'm going to paraphrase like something that came from her book, but her idea of, you know, like the roses aren't afraid to bloom. They're not taking beauty from another flower that's blooming, right? Like that flower is still going to bloom. Like it still is entitled to its own beauty, right? Just because this flower blooms, it doesn't take away this other flower's beauty, so to speak. So this is a total paraphrase of one of her ideas in her book. Um, and I can't remember which book it is exactly, but look her up. She's amazing. And um, she's got beautiful oracle decks as well. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it's too important 
it's a disservice to the world to not truly bloom as your most beautiful self. And that can be a hard concept to acknowledge or accept, but I think it's important that you do. And one of the things that got brought up to me about this post that I wanted to touch on was I was talking to a fellow parent and he loved the post and his perspective was he just kind of got caught up on what type of flower is that? Because I just am curious, you know, is that flower, is it something that can, that will live a long time? Is it going to die out soon? And he kept talking about this fear of like, if his kids were to go out and bloom, like he didn't want them to get trampled on. Like he wouldn't want that for them. He wouldn't want them to endure that kind of pain. And, and while I totally get where he's coming from, that's kind of what I'm talking about. There is a risk and being yourself and putting yourself out there in the world. There is a risk that you will be criticized and ridiculed and trampled on. But it's with that, holding on to that faith and knowing yourself and being secure and loved in yourself and in your faith and just knowing that you're fully supported and knowing that you can rise up above those hardships. The, if you do, let's say you're coming out in a truth that you are so afraid or ashamed to be, and you are ridiculed or you do have people that you care about say awful and mean and hurtful things to you because of who you truly are. That's something that's real and that's painful and that's a horrible experience that you don't want anybody to have to go through. But at the same time, you have to stay strong and hold on to your faith and hold on that this is the true you, that you were created this way for a reason. You are fully loved and supported even if you do have people here in the physical world who are showing you otherwise, there are other people in spirit and other people in the physical world that will support you and see you as who you are and will applaud you. And when you do take that risk to show your true self and let yourself truly be seen, then that allows people to see the real you and you're going to be attracting those people that are attracted to that piece of you. There's this saying where, you know, when you start aligning yourself to your true self and you start becoming the person you truly are and, and shedding away these old ways that you were, shedding away these false beliefs or like the masks that you've been wearing your whole life, right? Like when you shed those masks that you've been wearing your whole life and finally show your true face, there are going to be people and situations that kind of vibrate out from you and that's okay. Like as you grow and change, the right people will come to you and the people that weren't right for you are going to fade away and it's, it's okay. It, it can suck. It can be hard. It can be painful. But at the same time, you hold on to that faith that something better is coming because the risk to remain in this painful state just for the sake of other people, like, am I going to suffocate myself, my spirit, my truth just to appease these other people so I don't have to make them feel uncomfortable? That's really not the way to live, right? Like you have to take that risk because once you get through the pain, once you work your way through that and you shed all that stuff out and you are standing strong in your true self and letting yourself bloom, then there are going to be these other people that are going to be attracted to that and it'll be like a magnet. Like you're going to pull the right people into your life. The right opportunities are going to come to you and you will just be so astounded at the level of happiness and joy that you can experience in your life that you did not even think was possible because you thought you had to live your whole life caged up to who you thought you had to be instead of really embracing your truth and letting yourself be free and bloom, knowing that there could be risk, right? So that is something that I really just felt like I should elaborate a little bit more following up with that post is, yeah, you, there is a risk 
that that flower is going to be trampled on and that flower might die. But I have faith that that, I think that plant will still be there and there's going to be another bloom that pops up because that flower is supposed to be there. Okay. You get what I'm saying? It's just having that faith and that knowing and not letting go of your truth and not letting yourself bend or suffocate what you really think and how you really feel and who you really are, like really letting yourself fully show yourself, knowing the risks, knowing you might get knocked down, but knowing that you sure as hell can pick yourself back up. Like you find that inner strength, that inner strength that comes from a higher source than just yourself. You are never alone. That higher power is always within you and it's just acknowledging it and knowing it and then connecting with that. And and I use the word faith a lot, but you have to like pump yourself up in a way and have that knowing to help pull yourself up, right? Like to pick yourself back up. Like it's okay to feel down, be sad. Like don't deny your emotions or try to suppress your emotions by any means, but it's not letting those debilitating feelings keep you down, right? Like you rise up from the ashes. Glennon Doyle is a great author too. Um, Untamed is one of her recent books that's just freaking amazing. And it's talks about how you just let it all burn. You let all those old stories, all those old things, you just let it burn and start new. And that's the concept here that you have to just let it burn and really know that you have that strength to rise above no matter what's going to come your way, no matter the challenges that you may face. Like It's about having the resilience and knowing that you do have the strength and support to rise again and to rise above and fully bloom because the world needs you fully open, fully bloomed. We need that. You are here for a reason. You are here to be yourself. Don't deny that. I've been there. I've lived many years where I was just not authentic, saying what I thought I had to say, acting the way I thought I had to act. And there's a lot of self-growth and self-love that is built as you start burning these old ideas you've been telling yourself, these old stories that you're living because you feel like you have to live certain ways. When you start igniting yourself, igniting your passions, igniting that truth within you and that power within you, when you start connecting with that higher source, start being a co-creator of your life, like it's very empowering. You build up that self-love. You are able to work through the pain because you're not working through it alone. You're using and relying on that God within, that power that you have access to that you have forgotten. You are starting to remember and then using that to help rise up and above and fully bloom. I hope you guys got a takeaway from this. Please let me know. Like I said, I love getting feedback, love interaction. I'd love to hear it. You can find me on my website at chelseavanbuskirk.com. There's a contact me form, contact me or find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at chelsea.vanbuskirk. Send me a DM, comment. I always post little snippets of the podcast on my social media too. So I'm excited for you guys. I got some other good stories coming up. So stay tuned. Next week, I got some stuff about mom guilt. I know I had an episode about some of that and I got a whole can of worms that I'm ready to open and, and fill you guys in on some more of that guilt we tend to get as parents and how other people just need to sit the fuck down and mind their business and how these outsiders like to make comments and knock us down and and how we can rise above those things. So 
Anyway, this one is all about surviving through the difficultness of rising up and being yourself and letting yourself bloom and knowing those risks and doing it anyway, right? Because the world needs you as you are. We need you fully bloomed. Yes, we do. So thanks again. We'll see you guys next week. Find me on social media. Find this video on YouTube so you can see what I look like, what's going on. No, but yeah. Love you guys. Thanks so much. That's all I got. And I will see you guys next week.